the last chapter of Eicha, chapter 5, is different from the other chapters. It is, of course, not written uh, in the form of alphabet, alphabet, chapter 1, 2, and 4, alphabet, chapter 3, triple alphabet. And chapter 5, though it has 22 verses, 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet, but it's not written in alphabetical order. In a certain sense, one can see chapter 5 as discrete from the other four chapters. And if one reads it as discrete from the other four chapters, it means the end of chapter 4 would be the end of keynote in a certain sense, the end of the book. And it is striking that the end of chapter 4, uh, the verses at the very end of the previous chapter, Daughter of Edom, Bat Edom. That's parallel to the phrase that we often encounter in the Book of Echa, in the Lamentations of Bat Sion, or Daughter of Zion, who represents Israel. Here it's Daughter of Edom, Bat Edom, who dwells in the land of Uts. Rejoice means rejoice for now. Enjoy it while you can, because in the future, the punishment will pass over you as well. The cup, the cup of, the cup of punishment, will pass over you as well. You will strip yourself bare. The punishment of your iniquity is accomplished, O daughter of Zion. In other words, the punishment for Batzion will come to an end. No more you will you be carried off into exile. However, your iniquity, Bat-Edom, will be visited and revisited, and God will uncover your sins. So it ends, the previous chapter, with the contrast between Bat-Zion on one end and Bat-Edom on the other. And this takes us back, actually, to the Torah, where you have the story of Esau and Yaakov. The story of Esau and Yaakov, the twins, so their blessing to Jacob is the covenantal blessing, but the covenantal blessing to Jacob is in the future. Blessing to Abraham is, you will possess a land, a sacred space, after the exile, after the enslavement, after the suffering, after 400 years, after four generations. And Esau's blessings accrue to Esau in his lifetime. Esau possesses a land. Esau a dome. Esau is Seir. Esau's blessings, Esav's great success is in the here and now. So the end of chapter 4 can be seen as a fitting culmination to the description of Israel's suffering with the reflection that this suffering will come to an end. This is built into the covenantal structure and the contrast between the twins, between Esav and Yaakov, between Bat Edom and Bat Zion, in the language of Eicha, and speaks towards a time, in the words of Echa, and the last verse of chapter 4, Tam Avonech Batzion, your sins, means the punishment for your sins will come to an end. And it's interesting that the language there is Tam Avonech. Because after all, when the Torah described Jacob, in contrast to Esau, the Torah says, V'yakov Ishtam. So Yaakov Ishtam is the Torah's description of Jacob. In chapter 26 of Genesis, it's Tamavonech Batzion. Your punishment, your iniquity, and the punishment for such will come to an end. 
And then we move to the other side, to Bat Edom. Edom's time will come. So one can see chapter 4 and the conclusion of chapter 4 as a conclusion of the book. And it's interesting that chapter 5, which is not in alphabetical order, begins with the word Zachar. Zachar Hashem Mehayolanu. We ask God to remember that which has come upon us. Mehayolanu. What has befallen us. It can also be read, Zachar Hashem Mehayolanu, what we once had. The uh, elegies uh, play off and especially those written by Eliezer Kalir, I hope we have an opportunity to to look at, to reflect upon, and to some extent study a small selection of the many elegies that are written uh, in the Ashkenazic rites for the day of Tisha B'Av. So, remember what, see what has befallen us, remember what's befallen us, remember what once was, and it's a call to God to bring us back. In fact, the chapter will end, chapter 5, with the request, direct request to God, in verse number 21, God, turn to us, or maybe bring us back. Turn us and we shall be turned. We ask God to take that first step to bring us closer. I'll come back to that in a moment. But Zechar, the word Zechar, typically in the Torah, carries with it a very positive meaning. When God remembers, and the word Zechar, that usually is very positive. So here, in a very direct sense, we are asking God to remember. We appeal to God directly, which we really don't have very much of in the first four chapters. In chapter 3, which is similar to chapter 5 in the way it's written, chapter 3 consisted, as we recall, of very short verses. It's the triple alphabet, but each verse is very brief. And that's true of chapter 5 as well. They're very brief verses. Of course, chapter 3 focused on the individual, the inner state of the individual, the despair, the hope, to pray, not to pray. Is prayer possible? It's all about what's going on inside the mind and the soul of the speaker in chapter 3. And chapter 5 is, is communal. It's not about the individual person. It's all about what has happened to us. And the description in chapter 5 what has befallen us. So, but the structure of it is very similar. In chapter 3, the 66 verses of chapter 3, in one place we have Zachar, which possibly refers to God, but it's not 100% clear. But there's not really a direct appeal to God in chapter 3. It describes the person's appeal. I cried out from the depths, from the bottom of the pit, and God does respond. With God's two words, Al-Tira, have no fear. But in chapter 5 is a direct appeal to God. And it starts with Zechor Hashem Mahayolanu. And it concludes with Hashivenu Hashem Elecha V'Noshuva Chadesh Yameinu Kiked. And that is the next to last verse of chapter 5. The last verse, of course, is Ki Ma'os Ma'astanu Katsafta Oleinu An Mi'od Ki Ma'os Ma'astanu I see a translation here in this particular Wuxtin edition, that translates, unless you have utterly rejected us and are exceedingly angry against us, I don't believe that translation is the best translation. I don't think it means unless. It means more despite, given the fact that, despite the fact, you have in fact, Ma'osma'astanu, rejected us, and you have been very angry, nonetheless, 
we still say, and at the practice of the Jewish people is to repeat the next to last verse to end the lamentations on a more positive note, which is the call to God to bring us close, to restore us, to bring us back to Shuva, is very interesting. First of all, in the Torah, the Torah speaks of exactly this situation. The Torah speaks about exile, God's great anger, described in chapter 29 of the book of Zvarim, and even prior to that, in chapter 28, the tochacha, the admonition, the terrible punishments, God's great anger as described in chapter 29. But chapter 30, and that's the chapter we always read before Rosh Hashanah, it talks about the return. And the Torah says in chapter 30, no matter where you are, no matter where you find yourself, in the farthermost corners of heavens, say Hashemayim, from there God will take you. And then the Torah in chapter 30 of Deuteronomy describes the process of return. In the book of Deuteronomy, the process of return begins with Vashevota Elvavecha. You will take to heart, you being us, you people, will consider the situation, will reflect upon the situation, Vashevota Elvavecha. And then in that chapter, over the next several verses, total of 11 verses, describes a process of return. The verb lashuv, to return, appears seven times in those 11 verses. Four of the times refers to the people's return to God. And three of the times, it refers to God's returning to the people. But it is interesting to note that the first lashuv, the first return is vashevot to the people take the first step. In the book of Echa, the last chapter, which speaks of return, we speak of God returning to us, or God more properly allowing us to return. Hashivenu, bring us back, and we will return. So there's both we will return, and there is God's bringing us back. But in the book of Echa, we want God to take the first step. The book of Echa is written from the standpoint of a person, and in chapter 3 this is very clear, who may often feel we can't take that first step. We're in such a bad place that we can't take that first step, and we pray to God to bring us back. Kind of the very prayer itself, one could say, is the tshuva before tshuva, the return before the return. The very fact that we're requesting for God to bring us back is itself the first step in return. But the focus is very different and this is chapter 5, the frame of chapter 5, asking God to remember, to have compassion upon us, to see us in a kind way, and then to begin this process of restoration. And in that sense, one can say that the last chapter of Eicha, which of course is read the night of Tisha B'Av, and there's some traditions to repeat it as part of keynote on the day of Tisha B'Av, looks forward towards Yamim Noraim towards the high holidays, towards Rosh Hashanah. And the Shabbat before Rosh Hashanah, we are reading the Parsha of Tshuva, chapter 30, Hashivot Elevavecha. Tishabov, the three weeks culminating in Tishabov, as a time which looks forward. During the three weeks, as we have spoken, is to reflect on what is missing. What have we lost? And once we have delved deeply into what is important to us? What is missing in our lives? What is missing in our communal lives? What is missing in the world? And then the next step is to try to make it better. 
the process of restoration, the process of tshuva. And that's the focus of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, that time of the year. They are linked together through the Torah readings. So on the night of Tisha B'Av, we say, Hashivenu Hashem Elecha V'Nashuva. And on, prior to Rosh Hashanah, we say, Vashevota Elevavecha. The first step in tshuva is understanding what the problem is. And then the, the difficult process and the arduous process and the interactive process of return begins with Rosh Hashanah, prior to Rosh Hashanah, and the Torah reading of Vashevota Elevavecha. So the end of Echa looks forward to Rosh Hashanah, Yom HaKippurim, to the days of repentance. Tishibov is not just the day of mourning. It is itself a fast day, and a fast day means a day of repentance. The focus is certainly mourning, but it contains within it elements of return.